This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Hunziger Design. Nicholas Hunziger is fueled by passion, blending vintage cool with modern style in motoring-inspired artwork, apparel, and accessories, bringing period-correct looks to your everyday life. Get t-shirts, driving shoes, hats, posters, and more at nicholashunziger.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A-S-H-U-N-Z-I-K-E-R.com. NicholasHunziger.com. Check it out. It's a driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Hi. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed up. <laughs> Should we do it like this? Let's do it like that. Let's do it with a wiffle ball bat. So, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Lane. Where's Art? We're artless. On assignment. We have no art. Art free. This is like Trump America. No art. We're anti-art. We're taking art out of the schools. No culture. Yep. Yeah. Defunded art. Uh, So, art's on assignment. In lovely San Francisco, probably I don't know what. what do you no, think he's getting going? weird in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Again, Vegas. Yeah, he's like watching people talk and stuff. Okay. He's getting cool. fish baited or whatever he said. Fish baited. Fish hooked or something. <laughs> he's at a wrestling convention. <laughs> um, uh, dude, speaking of wrestling, the. Uh, WrestleMania just happened. Oh, I heard what? about that. That still happens? Oh, every year, dude. Yeah, it was Come like, hey, Wait, you don't ago. celebrate that day? You take the day off? <laughs> I, I, um, it's not on the calendar. The only reason I know is because Who won? I, was, I was watching SportsCenter. They had an interview after the match with the winner as if it's like a, a fucking... Sport. A, a, I don't even know what to say. That's a play. It's like watching a play. Yeah, well, remember when poker was on ESPN every second? But that takes some... There's some yeah, unknown some... shit going on. You don't know who's going to win. shit. I this mean, is, takes some athletic ability. No, this takes athletic ability. Yeah, but, but this it, is it's the it's opposite, right? But the uh, this one takes at least it's athletic. Uh, it's super athletic. It but yeah, when you're is. talking about winning and losing, but there's an interview yeah, guy that like, doesn't hey, feel right. That was really good performance, like really good game out there. How, <laughs> yeah, yeah, how yeah, did yeah. Feel? Like, it's like, how did you do it? How did you pull it, was just it off? So hard and emotional out there. And it's like, bro, you knew you were gonna win before you even got out there. Well, he's talking about the acting part. It's hard and emotional. <laughs> was this yeah. the Oscars? <laughs> Anyways, it was on ESPN as if and you it watched was a, it. Who, who sports? Center. Who's like, the guy? Let's cut to who won. Fuck, a guy I never heard of. Like Rain, 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 Rain Wilson, Rain, 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 Rain. <laughs> rain, rain. Honestly, he makes it rain. Something Rain, like Rain Supreme. Oh, so, that's pretty, oh that wow. sounds pretty tough. I was just gonna say that it did but not it's sound as tough as the eighties. R A I N. No. R A Y N E. Purple Rain. Supreme. <laughs> That's like a th- uh, before and after on Wheel of Fortune. Uh, uh, Purple Rain Supreme. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Thank you. <laughs> Trivia time in a weird sort of way. There's more where that came from. Um, should we answer some questions? Hey. Mm, yeah. Who's going to if we don't? <laughs> That's true. Um, All those questions are just going to go out into the ether. I Tell me I'm no crazy. Answers. I might be crazy, but we have a lot of questions. Yeah, I want to say thank yeah, you for every, everyone writing in. It's super rad. And uh, we'll do our best to answer them all. Let's, 41 let's questions. Joe Varvel says, how far should an exhaust tip stick out past the bumper slash rear balance? That's a good Barely. question. Well, going by my 944, it should probably stick out about a foot. 17 inches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, ideally, you don't want it to stick out past the bumper because you're going to hit. If you hit something, a, your bumper will bump. Bumper will bump? Right, so there's a bunch of different. Uh, so where does the exhaust sit? But you correlation have those, to you have those gazabukis coming off the. T- yeah, I have bazazukus. Yeah, bazazukus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which way is it pointed? Is it pointed down or is it pointed straight? Yeah, I mean, you remember with the 944 when we got rear-ended and it pushed it the exhaust oh, yeah. in an inch or two. Yeah, and then it melted the shit out of oh, our yeah, bumper it melted pads. The bumpers. So you don't want to get too close to that yep. scenario. My E30 is a crooked tip. Oh really? <laughs> From the factory. Huh. Comes mm. out and then jumps off. You got off. a factory tip on that thing? Yeah. That's right. I'm surprised. Pretty sweet. But it doesn't, 
it doesn't go straight out, so it would be very difficult to modify that, I guess. You know oh, yeah, they kind of... It, it comes yeah, out it goes and juts, left, right? juts to the left, like out towards That's right. the center of the road, I guess, if, if mm-hmm. you're driving in America. So how far does it stick out from, like, the valance, I guess? Not it would be. much. Maybe five inches, something like that. Probably not that far, right? No. Valance versus bumper. I think it's within the bumper, but out of the valance. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's the hard part is, like... I think it's more of the the balance as opposed to the bumper. I agree. It's a really that's a very uh, I think that's almost it's a case as by case scenario. It's though. almost as important as stance uh. is that you can get really technical with that. Yeah. I mean, it's centimeters will make a difference. Yeah, my car is full on, just a full on looking. erection. Yeah, I don't know uh, what any erection. What's up with that? What does that well, even no, mean? No, it's be, it's just because I put the Euro bumper on. And putting the Euro bumper on brought it five inches in or six inches in. Right. And therefore, my exhaust is sticking six inches too far out. Hmm. So you didn't get that fixed? Yeah. I just need to have it cut and welded. Kick that thing open, yeah, dude. I'm sweating so in here. It's a door in the podcast studio. It's, it um, sticks. I hope that answers the question. OEM oil leaks. What do you do for insuring a car that isn't new, isn't quite a classic, but is worth more than the money you paid for it? So is this like his Miata? Or no, his new uh, Volvo One Four Two. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a. Classic. It is a classic. Haggerty, um, I'm sure would insure it, and it doesn't matter what you pay for it. Yeah, but Haggerty's hard because you have to have a garage. That's true. Or you at least have to say you do. And how many of us dirtbags have garages? You have to take pictures of it in the garage, I think. Right? So when I did it. They did. I think they looked at an overhead shot of the building where I said I was. Really? Yeah. That makes um, sense. The way. So I just did that. I just did Haggerty for the convertible, and uh, I feel like it wasn't just a garage, like covering areas too. So we have like a carport, a carport basically. Mm-hmm. That I feel qualified. Yeah, that probably works. Yeah. How much are you uh, paying through Haggerty? It's like 20 bucks a month or something. 18. Yeah. So rad. It's crazy. And uh, so that's a whole interesting thing. It asks you the value of the car. Yeah. It's declared value. So what did you declare at? What, what would you guys guess? Trivia time. 12. 6,500 bucks. You think I insured it for less than I paid? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I said 15,000. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Because if you do the math, you can you, you know you you put in a certain value uh, and you see what your monthly payment is, and then you change it. It was like a thirty five dollar yearly difference to go from nine thousand to fifteen thousand. Oh well, that's no brainer, right? Yeah, and it's you can justify too. So I just use their uh, grade three um, value, whatever the condition three mm-hmm. was fifteen eight hundred. So I just use that. That's the great thing with Haggerty too. They're all inflated prices, so you can like basically declare your car is worth way more than it is. One thing I'm wondering about, which I just needed to get insurance flat out, so whatever, you know, sign up. But I was kind of in a hurry and didn't read all the fine print, and I I don't know what happens uh, if it gets stolen. I don't know if that's covered. Should be. So if it gets stolen, it's which is likely it's a convertible. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I'm sure. hanging around like with you know with the top down. Yeah, but I mean, there's plenty of people with convertibles that uh, they don't get stolen. So that, but they would just pay me out. I think that's how insurance works. Like yeah. you lose the car. Well, I mean, too... it could there could be a little thing in there that's it's not like there's True. something different for theft. You know, read the fine print. Yeah, analog cars on film. As a follow up to a previous question, what do you guys think of JDM motor swaps into European cars? Having dreams of a 2002 with a F20C in it. So that's isn't is an F20C? Is that that S2000 motor? Yeah. So that's, that's uh, what. Totornada is doing. Yeah. Exactly. A bunch of people have done that one. Super cool. That's yeah. crazy that a bunch of people have done that. I've never seen it, but I guess it's a thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, my dream incredible. right now is a 318 with the, um, what's yours? Uh, now F20 stuck in my head, but uh, K20. Oh, K- K20 or K24? K24, yeah. Um, That's your dream. Yeah. Okay. That would be pretty good, huh? I think it'd be super fun. Think of a 2002 with 240 horsepower 
9,000 RPM motor in it. Yeah, it'd be badass. Yeah. Insane. I think it'd be insane. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. If you, it sounds really hard to do. I don't know. I mean, you have to have Does computers and gauges and I don't know. I'm not a big like swap person. I've never done it. It sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know. We have to ask Todd. <laughs> and then where do you take it for work? Like, do you take it to a Honda shop? Do you take it to a BMW shop? Do Dude, you... that's what always gets me with all this stuff. Even like, like, let's say it has an electrical draw. Yeah. And you're fucking bummed out on it. It's super hard to f- chase it down. Well, I mean, hopefully, you basically have all the S2000, you have the S2000 um, computer and everything, so you'd bring it to a Honda shop. You like, pay, it could be diagnosed. It's like, I mean, it's like OBD2 or whatever. Yeah, but what about You gotta headlights? have a guy. <coughs> hmm? Headlights, stereo, and, I mean, all that stuff is gonna be non-Honda. It's all the same. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems... You're in for a world of extra pain. Right. Dude, Like, you have to be a tinkerer to be able to, you know, put it on the chassis electrical or the motor electrical. I think that's a well... That's what I think about even buying a car with, like, oh, we've upgraded the brakes. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, now which brake pads do I get? What the fuck do I do? Right. And then if some line, you know, everything is, like, oh, tons of research and work just to find something that fits. Yeah, once you go off course, it's like... Yeah, I feel the same way about the Subaru swapped Vanigans because it's very popular. Yeah, and then when there's issues, it's like where do you where do you go? You have to have the someone old Subaru familiar. VW shop, right? <laughs> yeah, the Subagin uh, garage, <laughs> Subagin factory train technicians, DriversOnly.us. Should I finish my 911 SC in stock form or hot rod it? So he has a what year is it, Lane? Do you know the car? Nope. It's got a bunch of pictures of looks like racing or, um, it's got so, a cool little logo too. What do you think? Who is it? Drivers only US. I, I didn't know he had a 911. Um, I think it's like an SC or something. He said, yeah, he says, yeah. in a later post or something. Should he hot rod or do it stock? I don't know. What do you guys think? Hot rod that shit. I think hot rod it. There's enough stock. 911 SCs out there. I know. I think you'd have more fun. That's what's like, fun no about matter, a Porsche. No matter, yeah, it's like, it is. It is what's fun about the older Porsches. Like, you can do what you want. Hot running doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a complete retro mod kind of thing. You could just, you know, do your Coney's or Bilstein's and your um, thicker torsion bars and, you know, a good stainless exhaust and... Just do all that kind of updated stuff. but Any motor stuff you can afford? Yeah, I wouldn't go too crazy necessarily, but I think it's that's, that is the fun part. So, yeah, hard on that shit. Porsche Hobbyist asks, when are we going for a drive and getting beers again? You guys did that uh, half or something? Sorry, Ryan. So you're out of town Never. for Canepa uh, Cars and Coffee? Yep. And Brian, are you, you want to go in the morning? Um, maybe. It's going to be raining. Oh, that's right. So... If it's raining, my convertible top isn't working perfect for that. That's very true. That's and then we were going to do the camping thing, too. So. Well, yeah, I was just going to go early. Yeah. Like at 7.30 until... Yeah. It'd be fun to go check out, but I might not bring my car. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it. But, yeah, it sounds like Art's going. He says he's going to bring his daughter. That's cool. Maybe that was... Yeah, on the NSX. Yeah. I like it. Um. So, anyways, maybe not this Cars and Coffee, but next Cars and Coffee. I might try and go from, like, 7 to 8. Okay. Okay, we'll talk. It's the first one of the year. It's kind of cool. Too bad it's going to rain, but we'll see what happens. Uh, J.S. Mizira, Jamil, says, Why do cars hate me? I take care of them and everything, but they break down, and then I fix them, and then something different breaks down a while later. Because Where's... you buy pieces of shit. <laughs> Where's Jamil's updates on I his... Know. I know. Yeah. He was doing the adventure mobile expedition. stuff. So Maybe that's, let's, that's... let's case in point, right? What he buys a three thousand dollar Ford Expedition for whatever it costs, I don't remember. Yeah, it was pretty cheap. So that's why things break on him because it's the cheap ass shit that hasn't been maintained. It's true. It sounds like we need a blog post to explain what's really going on. Yeah. yeah. And you can go to drivingawesome.com and look at Jamil's updates on his dirtbag adventure mobile, I guess mm-hmm. we could call it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. And I you know, I think uh that's just the way things go. I'm not uh being critical. Uh it's candid candid spirits. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is yeah. true. I love the idea of a beater. Yeah. But yeah, that can be a little uh, disheartening if you especially if it's something like a Ford Expedition where 
you know, you're not dealing with like a nice enthusiast car that you're going to get a lot of compliments on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like dealing with headaches. And when you're dealing that with a cheap sucks. car, like everything that happens is as much as the car costs. Right. And you're like, so hey, why like, didn't uh, I just get the more expensive yeah, one? Exactly. Well said. Jeff Dot Wise says, I was just reading about Ferrari's 250 model line and got thinking, got to thinking, <clears throat> which Ferrari 250 road car would you choose? You can use the Ferrari 250 Wikipedia page for reference. There are so many amazing options. Lusso, Tour de France, Short Wheelbase, California Spider, etc., etc. Damn it. I can't remember. I'm not going to be able to remember the... I'm just... A California Spider. Which one? Uh, fuck. There's Short Wheelbase, Long Wheelbase. There's I know. Covered Headlights. Covered Headlights. Open Headlights. There's covered Headlights. Or Steel. Okay. Covered Headlights. Mm-hmm. Um, short Wheelbase. Good, good choice. And I would guess aluminum. Yeah. I mean, that's the more but, expensive one. Yeah, yeah. But I think fragile. short wheelbase looks better. They're more fragile, like really thin panels. Sure. And then optional, super optional, hard top came, could come with it. Interesting. Oh, well, you got to get it. Check that box. Like, but I would never rock a hard top in that. Like a $500,000 hard top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy. And and I think cover headlights are a must for the, I for like the totally California. I totally agree. Yeah. And it value dictates that. I mean, that's what, yeah. you, what you want. Um, How about you, Warren? So there's one that I really, really like. I don't know if I would pick it because it's probably not as livable as what you chose, but 250 mm Pignale Spider. It's like a little bathtub, covered headlights, uh, dark blue on white. Uh, what year? 50s. Oh, okay. 56, something like that. Uh-huh. Little bathtub, big gaping grill. Yeah. Um, vents on the rear fenders for letting air out of the tire, you know, the wheel wells. Yeah. Super radical huh. portholes. Huh. Um, V12, manual transmission, of course. Uh, very minimal. And they <clears> raced them, you know, thousand mile race and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, I think it'd be hard to pass up what you, what you went with. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, well, you it's could hard rally to lose. That thing. How about a TR, dude? People never pick the TR. TRs are, Amazing. Remember when TRs were like kind of cheap compared to the other stuff too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the pontoon fendered ones were never cheap, but they made other TRs that weren't pontoon. But even the pontoon ones were like cheaper than like a California. Yeah. Because it's older car. Like no, just just older technology. It's like a race car, dude. I know. I guess that's why it was cheaper too. Yeah. Beat up and minimal. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the car that you chose, the 250 California, is something you could drive. All over the West Coast. You could drive it to Chicago. Mob it. And, yeah, jump it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian? Uh, so I saw one at Pebble Beach. It's like one of my favorite cars ever. Uh, I think it's uh, the Ferrari 166MM Barchetta Touring Barty Super Legera. So that's the older version of what I described. Yeah, because you mentioned two, the bathtub. That's not a 250. That so was the question is, what car. 250 would what you 250 go with? Oh, what would 250? <laughs> Once again. I know. Dude, well, yeah. I mean, then I choose not to answer because I have no idea what the fuck the 250 You know, like are. a Lusso or a, a GTO, GTO mm-hmm. or a... Um, I'll, the Lusso is pretty classy, sh- but you kind of have to go with the GTO. Right. Whatever that one is, the guy was cruising up the hill climbs in. There you go. That guy. What would Jeff pick? Jeff Wise, what would you pick? The most minimalist 250 out there? So 250 uh, is the motor size? Yeah. 2.5 liter V12. V12. It's a lot of little cylinders. Mm-hmm. Nice sounds going on there. Going Nowhere Slow 70 says, Hi, DWA. My cheap eBay flares on my E30 are dying, so I'll need to replace, replace them soon. I need style advice. Should I go with black plastic or something body colored? What about box flares? I was thinking about fabbing some bare aluminum riveted box flares, but I'm not sure it would be the right look for the car. What do you experts in automotive opinion think would look good? Dude, please do not do box flares. Okay. There's one answer. <laughs> I think uh, his flares look great. I think his, look, his car looks rad. Yeah, I, I freaking I love think... that thing. And so whatever you can do to do a more sturdy version of what you already have. So just uh, re-up. He has black right now. Just right? go with the same? Yeah, I think go with the same. They're pretty cool. If it ain't broke, don't fix so it. But in this no case, on the front? fix it. I thought he had it all the way around. Yeah, I thought he did too. No. I mean, I don't know if that's a recent picture, but... Oh, uh, yeah. 
Well, put him on the front. There too. you go. Uh, going nowhere slow seventy. You can go to his Instagram page and check it out. Maybe you chime in. You should you should make a post and we'll chime in on it. Um, Pedro Burnett's late nineties big Euro sedans like the A8 Seven Series BMW, Mercedes S Class. What's your pick? Or better yet, best high speed highway cruiser under ten k. Good question. I feel recently, like this is made for Warren. Yeah. This is Warren's wheelhouse. Right I here. recently discovered that I really like cars that are sh- really shitty. What? Whoa. In other words... Hold on. There's a lot of cars that I really want to own someday, like a 740i or 750il again, but they're lousy cars at but this But they're point. not. They're just over-engineered. Super expensive to and, keep going. Yeah, because they're, they were the... They were... Just like the wildest, the best, like the most technology pumped into them at the time, and that technology, as you know, what how's like a fifteen-year-old phone right now, like cell phone or whatever? Yeah, you know how does that look or how does that hold up right now? It's like totally. So that's what you're kind of getting into, where the simplest car is gonna, yeah, it's gonna be more relevant today and cheaper to. I like on. A8s. Um, I think they're cool. The old S8s, like the original. Yeah, I think I yeah. go with the first. So there, on BAT last week, there was a first gen S8 with a six speed swap. I saw that. Oh, which wow. Which is pretty cool. cool, dude. Yeah. I was looking at that thing pretty close. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's, that's all rad. aluminum. Yeah. All aluminum. Everything. Um, yeah. Big brakes, had big wheels. Um, yeah. Manual was converted from a, like an A6, so it was it obviously can, yeah, all Audi. Yeah. That's rad. Um, it wouldn't. Technically, I think you'd get dinged here for smog, like if a technician was on it. Yeah, but you, know, you can get, you get it around through, that. Yeah. That's that's not a big deal. S- smog due to the transmission. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's the transmission. Because that car was never brought here with a manual. So if they did bring it here with a manual, they would have to do a separate test for smog and everything. And really? I think it, in the ad it said that it was triggering a light for traction or something like one of the transmission related codes was triggering a check engine light yeah which makes perfect sense because it's not there anymore yeah but um obviously the car drove fine yeah um i think if i had to choose though i would go uh, 740s are really nice yeah i would go 740 i think 750 is just a badass motor sounds fantastic they're inexpensive they They don't look as good ever because they didn't have like the long wheelbase is a little bit less attractive yeah yeah were I they thought it was good wheelbase. Yep. You could never That's get That's right. And eye. they didn't have the cool sport package wheels and stuff. No, but you they were more like that. elegant looking. They were big, and the big limos. 740 had the M parallels yeah. and uh, it just looked like. But something about it is just Teutonic and badass and like get the fuck out of my way. And they're super fast, fun to drive. Like they kind of get small when you're in the twisties. And you can get a manual. No. No. With no 740, manual, you can, right? No manual, any of that body style. So that's the... Oh, really? 96 to 2000, or 95 to 2001, sure. whatever. Uh, the prior generation, you can get a, a six-cylinder manual. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're under 10 grand. So V12... Um, How about the Mercs of that year? Yeah, I'm surprised that that's not that's where you're going. You're not going that way? I'm the big slab-sided ones? Yeah, they're just, they're even worse. Taking mm-hmm. care of those are even harder. So I'm, I'm just scared of those. Even the nicest one in the world. Like we had one. I could have bought it. It was beautiful. It wasn't a V12, but it was awesome. Blue on blue on blue. It's like this rad combo. Super good condition. But that was the one leaking oil everywhere, right? Leaking oil everywhere. Well, don't buy one like that. What are you saying? They I'm all saying are kind of like that. They all are like that. Like even if you bought one for ten grand, it could need a $3,000 reseal. Yeah. Like motor out was what we were recommending. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's the, that's why I'm saying I like cars that are kind of shitty where in my mind I see a CL Mercedes. I'm like, oh, that's such a nice car. Like, I would love that. And then you talk about air suspension. and Well, that's what I was going to say. And, he said, what's the ultimate highway? Like, you can probably get a CL for under 10, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. Super shabby. I'm going to say that I think this is a thing. The W220 S350, you, which you did find some of those. They're super so rare. So on... And the 350, so that's the six-cylinder. Yeah. Uh, and not all of them came like this, but you could get them on the steel springs, so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about air suspension. Mm-hmm. Just find the nicest one you can get. If, nicest one you can find, and it'll probably be less than ten grand. Right. 120,000 miles or something. 
So there you go. You, have a, you have a choice. IL, and you're going Plane. S8. I'll go to S8. S8's awesome. Okay. That probably wins, but. Glomb226 says, hey, guys, no question, just an update. I asked you a couple weeks ago about how to get my brother to go to a track day. Oh, he got girls to go. I took your advice, and I took him karting at K1 speed, and he got smashed into from behind. All four wheels went up in the air, broke his cart, he was black flagged, and they set him up with a new one. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. It was really fun, though. Love the show. <laughs> Did he hit him? Is that what happened here? I don't think so. He got His brother Dude, got black flagged, and he was the one getting hit. That, so that shit the, will happen, karting. Yeah. You fucking crashed into me super hard at Le Mans. That's what I'm karting. saying. That shit will happen. Who was saying they chipped their tooth? Going oh, I don't know. Brian's, Someone recently. Brian smashed me through the wall, and the wall came up <laughs> over and onto my knee. Like, I don't even remember me. this. Jeez. Look at him. Doesn't even remember. Dude. It was savage. It was on Halloween, too, Lane. Wow. <laughs> Evil. <I know. laughs> He's like singing Misfits. We all want that. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Ryan Chung, 604. Black flagged. Uh, <laughs> black flag. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Hey, black comic. Clutch Kick Podcasts asks. Those guys are assholes. What? No, sorry. If DWA had to host a season of Wheeler Dealers. Huh, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. What are a few cars you would pick to ruin and then sell? <laughs> Who would talk slash negotiate? Who would work on them? Would you ask people to hold out a different body part? Hold out your leg. <laughs> hold out your foot. <laughs> What's up with you? Um, What's up with you? So Art's That's not hilarious. here, which isn't fair, because I think he'd be... Uh, can you just make that. Art do all of them? No. Are you crazy? I want Art to work on this stuff, because it's going to get done quick, right? Art would be like, no, it'd get down quick. It would be like <laughs> the longest kidding. story. So... <laughs> Art's negotiating and be like, do you think you can, like... F- Ping me some snaps. <laughs> Ping me some snaps. <laughs> what brand of uh, radiator fluid? Uh, oh man. Um, okay, so what's what's the how how we spread it what out? What cars would you pick to ruin and then sell? We're not all Brian. Yeah, let me take care of that one. <laughs> yeah. So Brian just bought one. I think he's referring to the wheel. He thinks Wheeler Dealers ruins cars and then sells them. Oh, he does. Because they're, I think he's thinking nowadays. of some of the older yeah. episodes with the, the RX-7. The RX-7 in particular. or the. What's the details on that? Because I don't know if I've... Um, they did a... That's the one I talked about wheels. before, but they did the leopard print wheels. Oh, okay, okay. Or alligator snake print or whatever. Yeah. The, that's for fun, funsies. Oh, for funsies. I, I think that Wheeler Dealers has done all of the cars that we would ever do. Right. They have a very long they history. They kind of have. They've they, picked they're a totally lot of the our, same exact shit that we They're like. in our wheelhouse, right? Like maybe that, we would do a Volvo wagon. 70s, 80s, 90s stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They haven't done a Volvo. That would be sweet. I mean, they probably did a P1800. Mm-hmm. But No, like an 80s boxy Volvo like an, wagon or something. Yeah. I think we'd get really nerdy on it. Like, go Nissan Sentra SER. That'd and, be a cool one. That'd be a cool you one. Know, yeah. like, get, get into the real minutiae. I wonder yeah. if they did a Mark 1 GTI. They did. I'm sure they did, right? They definitely did. They didn't do Mark II, though. We can do a Mark II. We can find our niche. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They did a Corrado. How many trucks do they do? I saw them do a Ford Bronco that was pretty good. Oh, there you go. So maybe like a a uh, FJ80 or Mighty Max? Mighty Mm -hmm. Max. Mm -hmm. Mini trucks. Oh, we could just do mini trucks all the time. Yeah, Lane. There you go. Please, no. Um, Hydraulic. What are some other cars, dude? Well, because yeah, they did like 944. They did E30. So you're saying that you'd want to do something that they haven't done, which is a a difficult pool. I do a Subaru Impreza. I do a a Gen 2 Geo Tracker. Okay, that's weird. I like it. Let's do a Sidekick too. Just throw it in. Drive, yeah. Let's do a Rav4. We could build my Rav4. Or is that what it is that I want to do? He doesn't even know. What? Yeah, is it it the is. Rav4 or the Honda. CRV. CRV. CRV like lowered or a lowered yeah, rally sure. style mud flaps. Mud flaps, of course. I'm with you. Why there we go. Out. I'm with you. Um, okay, well, that's an answer. Yeah. Put out your foot. <laughs> Put out your foot? <laughs> well, who's going to work on him? Uh, yeah, who's going to work? Art can be the guy that works on him. He put his gloves on. Oh, we get Dave Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Our buddy Dave would yeah. have a spot in the garage. He'd go, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. yeah and yeah. Then we'd go, oh, come on, it'll be fine. He'd be like truly pissed. Not like it, China faking it. <laughs> it would be really funny, actually. Yeah. That might be a thing. All right. Um, some kook named Artsies. 
Are there certain colors or color combos you find acceptable for some cars and not on others? By the way, this is fueled by a weird, by a, by a art style text message chain we had going on today. <laughs> yeah, this is just... If the listeners <laughs> only before this. knew what we have to deal with. <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say... Uh, Are we like, bagging on art too much when he's not here? No. No. <laughs> like British British, British racing green over BRG. saddle or silver over red. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to answer this because you know where I stand. Okay, so what happened Didn't we today... Didn't so there's, there's an E34 M5 Touring on BAT right now. It's at $60,000, which is fucking ridiculous. Um... It's a nice car, whatever. What color is it? It's BRG. <laughs> so British Racing Green over Saddle, I guess you call it. Yeah. But which Saddle is like a very, it's a brown baseball tan. glove, baseball glove brown Leather. tan. Yeah. yeah, like um, and uh, Warren said awful color combo. Yeah, you know whatever. And then ours like. Pfft. FYI, I love that color combo. And then it got into this whole thing. So, um, and then Warren had a little rebuttal and he said, well, I like it on a British car, like a Jaguar, an Aston Martin, a Range Rover, dot, dot, dot. But I don't like it on a German car. Never on a German car, I think Warren said. Very yes. strong words. Yes. <clears throat> so that's where this spawned from. Um. So what do you guys think? What do you think? What do I think? I think... What, I think it's okay. It's case by case basis. I don't have any hard. Yeah, I think like it's that. Pretty, it's like, pretty case by case for me too. I'm okay, not. So here's the case. A saddle, a saddle interior is hard to pull off. I will here's say the case. that you have eighty thousand dollars to spend on an M5 mm-hmm. wagon. I would not pick that. Where does well, that dude, rank? That, Where does that oh, color combo rank question. for that car? I'm that saying w- you have the choice of no. That's a good choice. That's a good thing because he, we're talking about a specific car. Yeah. So yeah, but there's very few available, right? So you no, don't but, have many options. Like, no, when do they just, come up for sale? You take all, what you can get. I know, but we're just. He's saying in a light you in a get scenario, a singer, singer choice. You get to pick your colors. Where does the you're getting that, a singer that is, wagon? That is fiftieth on my list for that car. Yeah. But, but, but if, mean, it's I, a, it's if it's an XKE, it might be in the top three. Right. On the same, uh, you know, another way to look at this, though, is you're going to be the only one out there with that. So if you want to be a little sure. bit unique, that's, but, well, that's you're going to be the only one with that go, right? anyways, though. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't think it's Turing's. I don't everywhere. think it's terrible. I don't think no. I don't think that color combo is terrible at all. No, I, I'm fine with it on a beer. That's the whole thing. And I'm better. I would feel better about a... Uh, like a sage green on a dark brown, like a, that okay. dark green. On I like a, that. On a I got saddle. you, especially with a car. It it I'm does having trouble of, picturing sage green, but like a, I'm picturing a kind plant, of a, kind of like a dark. grayish green or okay, uh, like you know. a Range Roverish green. Ooh, yeah. um, like over a brown, like a darker, darker brown, brown, brownish Cognac black or whatever. You want Cognac, yeah. Dark brown is always good. <laughs> yes, that every color, scenario, every color, I almost. Agree. That okay. those colors are more suited to like a British sports car as opposed to a sedan or wagon. That price is also more suited towards a sports car rather than a sedan or wagon. That's a crazy price. Right? I mean, they said it was one of five hundred wagons and then one of I forget thirty of it, this Electra. It, it gets down to where I Electra version. Yeah, uh, I understand special. why it's worth that much and everything, but it's just one of those things. You're kind of like low mileage. It's just the car is so rare, you know? Yeah. But uh, Axel Jor, first of all, Axel Jor says that he's going to have a Berkeley Cars and Coffee. That's right. We oh, should yeah. try to go to that. End of this month, right? I think so. End of April, like 18th 22nd or, or something like that. 17th, yeah. 18th, 19th, 20th, <laughs> 22nd. Uh, Let's see. When's the weekend? Yeah. Also, so, while you're looking that up, he was just at Sonoma Raceway this weekend, I think, uh, doing uh, racing with Alphas. Uh, is that a question? <laughs> well, I'm kind of making a statement. Yeah, well, he was... I, he was I don't know if he was, yeah, racing was he racing or though? if he was just looking. Was, I don't think he was racing. There was there was races up there. It was historic. The vintage, there. yeah. Yeah. Very cool um, picture, I believe so. it is the 22nd, Saturday, in Berkeley at some coffee shop. Yeah, we'll put it on our, our page. Yeah, pre-95, I think is his, his uh, preference. Oh, okay. I think it was even uh, pre-90, hmm. I, I believe. But uh, anyways... He has an Alfa Romeo, and uh, I think that's what he's going to go in for. Um, he asks, were limos ever cool? Nope. Who uses them outside of the prom? I got a cool limo that I tried to I tried to uh, get Tom to buy. I don't even know when this was, but they made a few of these cars, and I 
think it was probably for either funeral houses or old folks homes, which is pretty close to one another. Like it's one, you're at one and then you go to the other. So it's comfort thing. Um, six door Fleetwood Brom Delegants. That's Wait, how is a six door? Creepy. Straight up six doors. Creepy, six benches. Oh. Three benches, six doors. But I like the facing seats. You want to look at someone. Yeah. But then someone has to sit backwards. But I, I want mean, that center party area. Yeah, can I just say that limos are cool? They're great. They're still cool. Yeah. They used to be and they still are. I don't think okay, they're cool. How dude. about this? 80s town car with a boomerang antenna, totally period. Radwood. All right, Ooh, that would be cool to roll super up. Super Radwood. If we roll up in that, Pretty all of fucking us. cool. All right, that's cool. All right, see? But they're not that cool. They're kind of just a lame... Well, they're, dude, how can you say that? No one, you you wouldn't want to own one. None it's of us party. want to own one. It's a party. None of us would want no, to own one. No, you don't want to own. Okay, well, like, can we distinguish then what he means? Like, is it cool to arrive in a limo place? Not really. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Only it is. Only if it's an old limo. Says and you're the guy arriving who, who in... hates fireworks and jet skis. <laughs> dude, but you wouldn't want to arrive in like a new limo. Yeah. I would. You would? Versus another regular car? I, okay. Really? Like I a new be... Escalade limo? No, no, no. I want it to be that's a traditional, what they all are. traditional car limo. When it gets into the Chrysler 300, that's stretched. Or Wouldn't the... you rather just arrive in like a, a long wheelbase new Audi or BMW or something? No. Or How an SUV or like a Range No, you want to come in with seven people. I'm still sticking Coolio with... style? Six door. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Six door. I want the Guinness Book one with the pool, the little hot tub in the back. Well, that would be legendary. That's not even, you can't even write about that sort of thing. It's Buick Roadmaster six door. They were three benches. How fun would a road trip be? You get nine people. That would be fun. It's super fun. Now you're on my no, little minivan not, train. No, because you're not facing. Minivans are Why, fun. And you can't walk around like you can in a minivan. Walk Mini around. Man. No, minivans are rack because you can kind of move, move around. around. Yeah, you could jump over benches. Come on, uh, yeah. you have to do that in minivans too. Uh, so I was just randomly last week. So uh, DWA's opinion, not cool. cool. No, it's right. cool. Um, so Axel Jor's uh, Berkeley w- Cars and Coffee is Sunday, April twenty third, eight to eleven at Fellini Coffee Bar on University Avenue in Berkeley. Sounds All fancy. cars and motorcycles are welcome. I hope to focus is pre-1990, Warren's right, classics. There you go. Please support the coffee shop. Sweet. We'll try to make it. Um, W123 Limo, look it up. It's awesome. Derek Yarborough, Yarborough, 857. How has your taste in colors changed over time? I used to hate green cars, but now I really want some green in my life. P.S. What will Brian drive to Radwood? What will Brian drive to Radwood? I think my Jeep Grand Cherokee, my uh, little drop top is only valid if it is done up like a '90s gangster rap lowrider. No, nope. yeah, Native. absolutely what? not. Cars from 1980 to 1999. Okay, we need to get specific here because that's about as specific mid as I can '90s get. rap videos. Doesn't matter. It was popular in the mid '90s. It doesn't matter. It's the cars from. A certain year to a certain year. I think we need to take this to the people who wrote the rules. Well, you better make your case then. Are you going to lowrider your car? I might rent some uh, Dayton's. Uh, some Dayton's. You have to do more than just I rent know. Dayton's, too. Well, I can chop the springs. Holy You'd shit. You'd have to have that shit bouncing. No. And then we still maybe wouldn't let you in. All right, I'm taking a limo. <laughs> so You're going to buy a $500 limo on Craigslist? <laughs> that would be awesome. Be, no, I'm not. Just tint. And a boomerang antenna. Purplest. I'm only going to rent. Purplest. Um, you guys really feel that way. Yeah. No, I don't feel that way. That is the way That's it is. That's just the way it is. I don't where the where are the rules? It's we we wrote the rules. How how can you guys avoid the entire lowrider scene? No, like, that would be so rad. Dude, there's lowriders. There's fucking uh, DeVille's. Cadillac That's DeVille's. all you're going to be stoked on seeing. <laughs> That's all. what the the theme is. <laughs> That's such a rad way to put it. That's all you're gonna be stoked on seeing. <laughs> I mean, so I was gonna love. I was kind of picturing like you do whatever was popular in that. No, the time. no, because the, the the thing is, it's cars from this year to this I mean, I year. That's where I haven't seen the rule book, so it's hard would, for me to. For well, your, to your defense, Brian. Yeah, you then would eliminate all the '80s Volkswagen bugs that were done in period. Cow right? style, cow right? look. Yeah. 
some so cool shit, right? We were talking about bringing that to Radwood Can't with the stripes. It. You gotta bring a GTI instead. But there is no rule book yet, so it's yet no, to be written. That is, no. <laughs> those are it, the rules. 80 yeah. to 99. It's a year thing. So what are you gonna bring is the question. I am gonna have a, uh, <laughs> a different show. It's gonna be right next door. Called it's gonna be in this, this riff ass corner. Called it. Ryan's Car <laughs> Not with Dayton's or Lowered yeah. or anything, you mean? Well, that this, show? this does save me, uh, Dayton rental fees. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you were looking <laughs> that into that. I could get a set of Zeniths or something for like 400 bucks. So the listeners should also know that Brian sent over <laughs> an ad for 100-spoke <laughs> wheels. Oh, yeah. And then... Warren's like, please no. <laughs> yeah. And then a picture of Dr. Dre cruising his 64 Impala <laughs> in a music video, which has <laughs> yeah. all the relevance in the world. <laughs> so then I'm just picturing Brian's going to go straight just... Chain link steering wheel, Mexican blanket interior. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? And then we'll deny no, him. At, you're not and then wrong. we'll deny him at the door. You're not wrong. He'll be like <laughs> bouncing. Just really thinking he's making this car great. You're you're not wrong. I if only I had the balls to really do it up. And the money to do all Once the again, hydros and shit. Dave Lawrence did all that. I know. You you be careful what you ask for. Make that happen. Angry Bird GTI. Death Wish Challenge. Do you choose a few hot laps in a 917-30 or a 60s-era Formula One car? State your reasons. Uh, anyone? 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 Uh, 917 all day long. Me too. Dude, I, I want to... And I want a body... I like... Just yeah. the look, I want a body around me. It just yeah. looks cool. That's, and that's the ultimate, right? That's the one that we looked at that was freshly restored at Canepa, the yeah. open cockpit. The bad, it's like the baddest looking car. Yeah. And it's this crazy flat 12 strapped to your back. 1200 fuel, horsepower. Fuel tanks on your hips. Yeah. Like no, manual transmission, no bullshit. Just fucking go. I mean, yeah. How a '60s era Formula One car is hard to argue with. Also, I mean, no, it is. But wheels out, but it's kind of like a Formula tires. Ford or something too. Like, dude, but it's the like the essentials. You know, yeah. it's like a big, big motor, super exposed. And how do you drive them? Like with opposite lock, yeah, right? Like yeah. same tire but the technology. The speed's from back not then. even close to like a 917 either. Well, dude, it may be more fun to like the speeds and then with all the downforce, like you're not really like it feels drifting it. You know, like. It could it could be a yeah. blast yeah. to drive, you know. But as far as Death Wish Challenge, I bet the F one car is more dangerous, dude. I think I'm yeah. just hanging out. There. I'm surprised, but I think I'm going to go F one on this one. All right, that's good. Pre, I mean, nice no brainer. That's the ultimate for me. It's, I, it's, you can't make a wrong choice here. This no, no, you, you made though. the wrong choice. Formula One. <laughs> um, uh, so why don't we take a break up, right now? Yeah. Word. Okay. Holler. <laughs> hey, Lane. Don't we have a new sponsor? Shoot, we do. Should Nicholas talk? Hunziger. That's right. Um, Speaking of F1 shit. I don't know if you guys went on Oh, that. that's a good segue, Brian. Hey. Look at that. I um, have a child now, and I just realized they have youth t-shirts. And did you see this, Brian? There's a McQueen racing youth. Oh, what? This is like... Oh, that would actually be pretty awesome. Dang, but good idea. I think that might take that might be a little a little ways out. I think so too. I don't think she's a youth, youth yet. Youth. But Two Brian youths. did did take her on a convertible ride. That's At what true. age? She's uh, just under six months. Do you think she would have been cooler months. wearing a Hunziker t-shirt? Uh yeah, because I had a, she had a jacket on, so she would have definitely been cooler. <laughs> t-shirt would not have been enough, <laughs> literally. But uh, yeah, I mean, any. Uh, like Maybe the I can... Sev Marshall shirt is super sick for a little kid. I can get it's like that's like kind of like inside car guy knowledge. That's what you I'm know? saying. Yeah, like... it's like you know giving your kid that street cred mm-hmm. is kind of rad. It's not just a shirt that says like Porsche or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more, a little hardcore. That's right. I can get Amelie like a nine fourteen six shirt. She'll be like, "What the fuck? Do they have this? one of those? <laughs> yeah, they do. They have a side profile shirt. It's pretty simple." Cool shirt. I, I like the uh, uh, mini GB youth tee of the little mini mini Cooper. Oh with yeah, the GB on the sleeve for mm-hmm. Great Britain in 1963. Yeah, cool. Small kids, small car sort of thing. Yeah, we appreciate the sponsorship. And if you guys want to check out their website, it is it's uh, n i c o l a s 
H-U-N-Z-I-K-E-R.com. That's NicholasHunziger.com. Go check it out. Grab some cool shirts, some some cool shoes. Gear. Gear, apparel. Prints. Yeah, they got it all. And tell them uh, you heard about them on Driving While Awesome. All right, back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. All right. Rothan Paul asks, does wanting a Range Rover make me a masochist? I borrowed one for the week, and it made me want one. Keep up the podcast. Love what you guys do. Thanks, dude. Um, I totally agree. I've been driving a bunch of Range Rovers lately, and I kind of love them. Yeah? Dude, they're super cool, but don't you think? But I've been driving newer ones, like 90s and up. And and they're awful, too. They're terrible, right? Yeah. They're very expensive. They're total money pits. But something the interior is almost... A perfect SUV interior. Mm-hmm. The new style. It's simple, simple, elegant. Tons of buttons. Yeah, knobs where you want them. Easy. Everything's where you expect it to be. And then you new sit ones, nice and high. You sit, that's high. Commanding. I was going to ask. That's rad with the old ones. I want to make sure it's you sit up high. You have a great greenhouse. Yep. Um, they yeah, they still have a good greenhouse. That do. is yeah. one thing about Range Rover. Yeah, and they have a great exterior styling. They're yeah, just yeah. Very it's pretty. If you look simplistic. at it compared to the Range Rover classics, they kept it in line. Very similar. The new new style is I haven't those been those lame taillights and stuff. I haven't I been like in the those, brand new but... one yet, but um, the last the BMW generations yeah. or whatever, um, they're kind of cool. I was in one today. It was a supercharged Range Rover. Uh, dark blue on like a cream leather, really nice interior, just drove pretty nice, a little stiff, a little yeah. wallowy, like around turns, you feel like you have that negative G's, but it's kind of like what you expect. Kind of nice in an SUV yeah. sometimes. Do you think that's, he, he's not talking about new ones though. No. Yeah. No, I, I, he's talking about old stuff. I don't know though. Dude, I really like the old ones and it's, he's probably talking about Range Rover classics. Yeah. Or maybe just the nineties Range Rovers though. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Yeah. But not, uh. He's not talking not BMW. about BMW. Not the, yeah, whatever. BMW era stuff. Yeah. So it, I just don't understand how they could be so unreliable. Like, it seems like whatever they've done, there's two things that I hear about. Uh, one is drainage issues, mm-hmm. which can cause wiring issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, dude, like, once you know about that, just keep up on it, it seems like, right? Like, you no, know the spots more... where things cl- you need to clean out the I areas. they just added a bunch of luxury features that they weren't really set up for. Okay, well, so the other thing is the electrical that I hear about. But isn't it like, wouldn't they be known issues that by this time, like with an enthusiast following, like you can just get around it? You can, but I think it comes down to expensive modules and expensive parts that you can't just... You're fixing stuff with the parts that... So you're fixing it with the same parts, so it's only lasting the same amount of time. Like, it's still having the same problem. And there's not a lot of aftermarket support, at least not in the U.S. That you're I not. It's not like retrofitting. It's not like you're fixing it with, like, oh, we have this problem, so we came out with this one that fixes it, that it problem. It hasn't been really? No, I you're would, just putting the same part back in, and then that's failing again. Like, I mean, everyone's seen that Doug DeMiro... Where you bought the Range Rover? That's the new one, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I mean, that's even Rover better classic. than those. That's even better than those classic ones. No, it seems like it's more complicated, and it would be what much worse. Like it um, seems like with the classic ones, I don't ones, think like, it is though. <laughs> I use that example. Yeah. The, so those he cars. just had a new video, and he he just had a big like four thousand dollar bill. Uh, he's up to like sixteen grand or seventeen grand or something in in repairs. But I will say this. A Cayenne Turbo is not much better. Yeah. When it comes to repairs, I mean, we've, we have one that we've spent $20,000 in extended warranty on it. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's crazy. But overall, I think they are. Like, if you look at, if, if you look at what people say about a Cayenne, they're like, yeah, I've driven it 150,000 miles. I've only had this and that. Yeah. And it's like the only major fail points are, you know, the big fail points are the coolant, those coolant hoses, which have all been replaced by the first owner. And then they don't, they're, they're a retrofit, so they don't ever happen again. And there's a couple of things like that. But the Rangers, it seems like everything keeps kind of happening. Yeah. At least that's the way yeah. it is with Doug DeMuro's too. It's like he's had the electronic steering column go out like six times. The, uh, like a bunch of the trans, the trans case or whatever went out. Uh, we had two Range Rover Sports show up on the same day with melting alternators for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. 
And then one came in last week, same thing. It was starting to make noise and then just reeked of electrical fire. Um, didn't catch on fire. One of them almost did. But uh, And that's a modern new yeah. car. But and you see the discos are like 1500 bucks, dude, because you just can't right? fix them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a manual discovery in the shop, my old shop, and it was kind of appealing. And discoveries, discoveries are seemingly like kind of the simpler. Right easier way to get into it like a totally simpler car they don't have all the luxury features and stuff going back to what brian said though you think they've been making them so long how come they don't just have this figured out but the same thing's true for your jeep grand cherokee when you had those axle problems and you're thinking you've been making axles in four-wheel drive cars for 60 years how is this a thing in 2017 well yeah so 15 it's kind of the same thing i mean they did it was a change they made in 2015 and then they come out with a part they fix it. So that was a brand new car, and they see the problem, and they fix it. That's different than what we're talking about. These are much older cars. So after year one where they saw potentially whatever, a bad axle, for example, they would have fixed that. So now you have the upgrade part that you put in. No, they don't fix it. Okay, well, here's what I don't understand. You guys are talking about the new stuff. That's not as appealing to me. Like, that sound, just by Doug DeMuro's uh, articles, like, it sounds like a really bad scenario and i can see it with all the like whatever steering column shit you're mentioning uh but the range rover classic is super interesting to me it's it's rad they're super capable they use the freaking rover v8 which is made forever dude engine no it's not no it is though i don't know so i'm curious to hear what because it was not a bad engine when it was uh built by uh buick basically Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't know about that, but uh, like it was, it was, a, it was a very good motor. I think it has like fuel injection issues and stuff like that. It's everything that, that Ranger be. did, uh, uh, ran, Ranger or Land Rover did to it. And then I know they have like transmission problems. They have differential problems. Acts, you know, it's everything just going down the whole line of those cars. It just seems like they're. I've never heard anyone say, "Oh yeah, I had a." Range over and it was like perfect. You no, know? I know. Was, I just love to see the actual list. Yeah. Like it's just. Kind of I mean, I love them. Like that blue one on the west side is so rad looking. I know. It makes me want one. Yeah, I'm like I'm, literally getting mad about this it. This goes right back now. to my fucking thing of like liking <laughs> shitty cars. Like I yeah. think those are cool, but I know that they're shitty, so I'll never buy one. It also seems like it would be kind of simple and wouldn't have any issues, right? But, yeah. yeah, I mean, because no. if you look at it like, no, no, oh, no. it came from overseas where it, they had simple versions. They had like really, they were utilitarian trucks, you know, mm-hmm. and and so they sure they made it a little fancy when they brought it over to the states, but you know the underpinning should be good, but it, apparently not. I, don't, the, I would love to. The I'm newer, sure there's a good article. The out newer there that ones have. The problems with like the air suspension, all that, you know, like every air suspension car where they collapse, like Arts M5. Um, but yeah, the older ones didn't have that either. So well, some think... of the older ones, some of the Ranger Rover Classics did have okay. that. And yeah, I've heard that it works years. good if you take care of it, but there's always people that, that say that. Well, just keep it up. Like some people ditch it right away and uh, without giving any thought to, oh, if I just replace the stock stuff. Yeah, but the stock stuff is like. like Fourteen hundred dollars a corner, yeah. Yeah. Paul of the Lights says, "I just want to say that Sunday's episode was by far my favorite to date. Most ridiculous story I've ever heard yes. of someone buying a car." That being said, what is your favorite memories uh, that you've have from the past three years of recording the podcast? So we or Lane put together a little highlight uh, reel of some funny moments over the last three years. All our moments of Zen. A lot of moments of Zen, which we add to the end of the episodes, um, that that cracked me up, and that kind of each one of those you can say there's a story behind it. So, mm-hmm. um, do you remember what episode that was that you did that? Yeah, it was 200. Was it 200? Yeah. Okay. So good episode 200. At Listen the, to at the, the end. end there's yeah. like nine minute reel of those kind of moments. Um, it's so hard to say. Uh, Favorite drink- memories. What about like cars people bought or something like drinking on the boat. Oh, that was, um, was pretty fun. That I kind of liked uh, buying the the BMW 528i and then telling you guys on the podcast. Oh, like, oh yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was yeah. kind of fun. Um, it was kind of fun to do the uh, when we went to go look at the white 944. Oh and yeah, and, and then he had that one piece of shit car. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were yeah. like, oh yeah, that the we Maserati. Were, when we were looking at, it, we were like, oh, it's so neat, it's so cool. <laughs> Maserati Quattroporte. And then we get in the car, we're like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> 
But that was kind of exciting, like recording on the way down. Like yep. I'm like getting, you know, I'm nervous right before buying a car, and then turns yep. out it's shit, and we bail. It's been a lot of good memories. Uh, Vanagon podcasts. Uh, oh yeah, top of uh, the GoPro booth at SEMA. That was cool. that was awesome. We yeah. probably had some fun guests too. Yeah. Over the oh, years. definitely. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you up to? Says mostly for art C's, but I do appreciate the the guys' opinions as well. I'm getting old in my bones. I've had a 95 Civic CX since 2001, powered by a 2001 USDM uh, domestic market. B18 C5, Zeal suspension, bride buckets, Type R brakes, yada, yada, yada. Warren hates reading this. I do also have a 2010 STI for daily. Moving in the summer and would like to tow only one car. What do you, What do I keep? Is 40 years old too old for a tuner Civic? I do really want an older Porsche eventually, but it's not in the cards just yet. Maybe after retirement. So he's 40. So he goes, uh, Art goes on to say, oh. um, let's see, where is this dummy? Uh, so he says, I hate front wheel drive. I'll never own another front wheel drive. Is that about it? This is weird. Art answering when he's not on the podcast. Yeah, it's like that little gonna, hologram, uh, hook him up. Hologram stuff happening. Awesome package for of an EG you've got there. You won't be able to replicate that feel, lightweight CX, and performance for the $10,000 that the car is worth. If you don't need the practicality slash convenience of a modern four-door car, I say sell the STI and rock the EG at your new location for a bit. Once you settle in, buy a Carrera SC or a nice 914 with the funds from the STI. Hashtag JDM Art. All right. Well, that's you won't be able to replicate that feel, lightweight CX and performance for the ten thousand cars, ten thousand that car's worth. I feel like you could do a lot for ten thousand bucks. First of all, a fucking two thousand one Civic is worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm blown away. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, this is below my pay grade. Tin can. <laughs> I just feel like you wouldn't, like 40 years old, you want something a little more comfortable. Right? And, I mean... Dude, I didn't want to drive one of those in high school, let alone now. His STI is kind of boy racer, too. That's almost 40 years might be, 40 years old might be too old for that. Hmm. That that is a super capable car, though. 2010 is, yeah. What is that? What, what, headlight? Yeah. Is that the newer one? That's like newer than, like, that's newer than Hawkeye, though. Is it? I think it's like the newer seven body years style. old. Yeah, I know, but I think it's like the new, the later body style. Mm. I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> well, I hope that answers this question because we're we're not going to really add much to that. Um, Matt says, "What you guys have spoken of your minivan love before, and I think you like the Odyssey." No, mm, not really. Any thoughts on the Mazda 5, though? Any of you have wives with bad luck when it comes to damaging their cars and strategies to accommodate them? I prefer mine get a pickup over a minivan because her current SUV seems to get damaged at least annually. And it'd be nice to have a solid bumpered car, one that can easily be replaced so that it doesn't look like shit. She says no pickup, though. Um, so I mean, a minivan with fine. external bumpers. Mazda 5's I. It's not like... Small. It's a minivan, though, right? I mean, it's like a big wagon. Well, which one is, is there the a bigger one that they made? So it's it's like it's like a tall wagon with slider doors. No, that was a minivan, dude. Okay, but it's it's so, like a mini minivan. Yeah, it's so tiny compared to an Odyssey. I mean, no, because I think of the era, it was pretty close. Not in my opinion. Pretty pretty tiny. Is there a Mazda Seven or something like a bigger CX-7. one? Yeah, no, I mean, that's I the know, SUV my, though, right? My boss has a Mazda Five. It, it seems like a normal minivan to me, and I've driven it and stuff. Does it have zoom zoom? Uh, no, it's kind of sl- it's slow. It's, it's like narrower. All those shorter. cars are tuned to where they're like. I hate domestic cars are tuned this way a lot. To, a lot of times too, at least in the nineties and two thousands, it's like all the power right off the the like the first eighth inch of throttle. You, you're like, whoa, this thing's fast, but it's just like annoying basically and then you put your foot on it to the floor nothing. there's nothing more than than you had and like that's the way that car kind of feels to me i need i need to know his price range is he talking about a brand new minivan because that's a whole nother world well, he's uh, talking about mazda fives which haven't been made in like right six years so yeah i think the mazda fives are cool they're just a little small so if you're if you're okay with the size it's a totally good option um what about like uh venza Venza, what's that? It's a Camry wagon. 
So, but he's talking, and then he's talking about our wives. Like, yeah, what? Let's get my, to that. So, my wife, happens. the reason I bought her an SUV is because she's hit shit, like, because she'd go over like dips and stuff on the road, and it would be scraping her Volvo because uh, it was low, and over like the crown of the road, like crossing a road or something. And then uh, she got the Mazda CX-5, and she hit a wall, hit a pole, hit a couple other things. So how um, how do the bumpers hold up in that scenario? They're all he's, right. He's talking about so the, the benefit thing, of an external bumper. See, but external bumpers are just going to get banged up as well. He says you could just replace them. But you can just replace the bumpers on those cars, too. It's really, it's actually super easy. Yeah. To replace one of those I can see it would bumpers. be intimidating, but you just pull the plastic pins yeah, out, and then you replace it, it's and basic, you may not even need to paint it in and some cases. it's not even that expensive, really. Yeah. And you, you can get it painted for a few hundred bucks. Like, you know? when are you ever really going to go buy a new truck bumper? That's going to be pretty exactly. expensive. Those are expensive yeah. as well, yeah. So, okay. I mean, buying, not spending too much to start with might be the best approach. Yeah. But that's, but then that's you want not your wife to be put, in like a modern, yeah, you want safe, safe car, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if we have the right answer. Well, I think the right answer would be the uh, Jeep Super Trooper, um, if you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah, that is the great one. Yeah. That's the new um, Chrysler. It's basically the Chrysler Pacifica, but on by the Jeep. Jeep Grand Cherokee chassis. And it's with um, the all-wheel drive. It's lifted, all-wheel drive, has everything. Ho- hose it out. Yeah, you can hose it out. Thing. Yeah. And it's probably got some aftermarket bumper and It's style. called the Super Trooper, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how much more time do we have? It's hard to say, huh? A couple minutes. A <laughs> couple minutes. All right, I'm going to jump around real quick. Um, two questions. <clears throat> and no particular order, so I'm sorry if I, if I missed you here. Uh, Chef Malone Jr. says, I'm considering moving on from the 4000. It's rad, but being front-wheel drive, there's only so much that I can do without going full retard, and will always be a front-wheel drive Audi. I'm thinking about a full-on track-prepped Mark II or an AW11. Any other suggestions to entering the world of 80s? Rear-wheel drive aside from a 944 or an AW11 MR2. Thanks, dudes. So he's thinking about moving on from the Audi. Huh. Oh, put so much into that thing. It's yeah, pretty rad. I, I cool. can see that. It's from wheel drive. If it was yeah. Quattro, it might be something. Yeah, but if he's just going to move to a Mark II GTI, isn't that exen- is the same? Mark II GTI? He said. He just says Mark II. Mark II. I think he means MR2. Like a Mark II MR2 or an AW11 yeah. MR2. Oh, okay. So he wants rear wheel drive, basically. Yeah. 80s rear-wheel drive, aside from 944 or AW11 MR2. So I, I have a lot of experience with the Mark One MR2. But he doesn't want an AW11, he said, right? Well, so no, he, he said maybe, yeah. Any suggestions other than that? Yeah. Or 944? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I think, meaning it's on his list, yeah. what yeah. other ideas should I be considering? How about a Gen 2 MR2 would be sweet? That's also good. Turbo, like T-tops. those are fast, too. Yep. For yeah, any slower, it would be a Ferrari. He's talking about going full track prep, too. So I was going to suggest uh, early Celica, but... I was thinking that, too, but I that's there's that, no enthusiast following, no, really. I think if you have a 22RE, it's never going to be fun. Like, not never going to be as fun as he's looking for. I, I mean, the E30 is the obvious choice. E30 is a yeah, really obvious choice. You're well-supported at the track. But Miata is so boring. Yeah. 944 um, is a good choice. You don't need to look too far. Yeah. I think... I, I think he would have a lot of fun in a 944. Kind of a tall dude. It seems like MR2. I mean, it has a tall roof, but... They don't have a lot of room because you have know. the firewall right there. Yeah, might be might consider uh, driving one, trying and, one out. You know, you'll you'll blow head gaskets and stuff, and, you know, there aren't a lot of people at the track with those, FYI. Right. And they're a little twitchy for, you know, if you're going to track days, they're big, sweeping turns, high-speed stuff, and... You know, those are those are ideally set up for autocross, I th- I think. But yeah, you know, the longer wheelbase of stuff. Oh, what about like a two forty SX? Dude, it's just so. But they're so played soul. out, dude. Loses I don't think it's soul. played out. I and they're like, like so them. expensive for what they are. That's if you true. find a good one, you That's can't true. find a good one. And if you do, it's like seven grand for for a car that has like a sh- kind of. A sh- a low rent shit box really yeah. compared to these other cars we're talking about like yeah they have like 
they have like a lot of times they'll have steel Big wheels and hubcaps and just and the interior is like just, pretty if, funky. Yeah, you could. Buy, how about an RX seven? Uh, but then you have you know if you want a rotary, I don't know. A lot of people, you know, the rotary turns a lot of people off. It's worst sound ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that the the first gen dude. Ones, in my how about opinion. just like an E thirty six? E thirty six. Argue with E thirty six M three, dude. E thirty six M three. I could see him in that. Yeah. What about Chunk would like that? Chunk would like it. Dude, dogs sit in the back. I've tried it. <laughs> I'll get that full, full downer seat. Track Super day. good track day car. Yep. Comfortable to drive to the Tons track. of support. Like everyone, at the, there's tons of guys at the track with them. So yeah. you can kind of like, they can help you dial it in. Nice entry price. All right. Oh, that's an answer. I mean, uh, is it worth mentioning Fox Body Mustang or the Camaro? It, but I just don't see him going that direction. I think he's he's not down. Yeah. So yeah. tough sell. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be the right person. Um, all right. Last question. <clears throat> My friend, oh, this is from Tyson Kluss. My friend Austin Cacavo, Cacavo, I don't know. And I are interested in driving up from Los Angeles to attend Radwood. Yeah, Can you, you tell are. us more about the show? What is it all about? And maybe what are some things that we could expect to see there? Also curious if our E28 535IS and E36M3 will be welcomed in attendance. Thanks. Both cars are welcome. Absolutely. That's <clears throat> right in the wheelhouse. Um, and as of right E36 now... E36M3, yeah. That's yep. pre-99. Yeah. As of right now... Um, I don't know what you can expect. So we're no, so... we do. It's a car show. Yeah. yeah. It's a car show. And it's period correct, or period dress, so we encourage you to dress the period of your car. If you can. If you can. Um, Hopefully you can. Does that mean um, you pack it in the trunk, and then you wait to check the scene, and then you put it no, on the No, no, you put lot. it on if, before, dude. You roll so. up in it. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make it. sure that's clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also... What's the worst that could happen? You take a drive up the up the coast. You get to hang out by the San Francisco Bay with a bunch of like-minded people. You might see a cool, you know, Stroman Testarossa. Mm-hmm. You might see. Uh, you're very convincing. You What's the worst see, that could happen? Might see a 1985. <laughs> you're really selling it. Bring your BMX bikes because that's yes. a, that's preferred mode of tra- transportation. Brian will be in a 1985 Lincoln Town Car <laughs> limousine. Yep, with a boomerang, with, with hydraulics, a boomerang antenna, and oh, hydraulics because they all came with hydraulics. <laughs> um, but no, what I'm saying is it's going to be a car show. 1980 to 1999 cars. Period dresses encouraged. All that. Um, period modifications encouraged. Only. Okay, well, that's a big no, deal. No, no. it's. I it, mean, that would be rad, if right? You're, if you're no car new is, wheels. If your car is built to period from, let's say, 1989, and it stayed that way, you're killing it. Yeah, right. If you're what art if you have the new wheel? With yeah, new wheels. You're not killing it as much, dude. Yeah. Art has to replace. You're still allowed in though, but yeah, and, and it's a cool location. It's going to be at the Brisbane Marina, which is really cool. It's on the water. That's what I'm Bring saying. your fishing poles if you want to go fishing, right? Uh, and uh, <laughs> probably have a taco cart or, or something like that. Might have a couple of booths with some vendors and stuff. We'll see. And then we might throw together a little uh, half DWA halfy. Yeah. It's all in the works. So, yeah, I think if you're uh, looking for something like that and you're, you know, got a car that sounds like you guys have the right cars, then let's do it. We'll see you there. I think that's an episode. It's a podcast. Let's do this. Done. Done so. It's all done so. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for all the questions. If you didn't get to your question, we'll get to it next time. Um, I'll see you then. Later. Bye. on them would you ask people to hold out a different body part hold out your leg (laughs) (laughs) hold out your foot (laughs) what's up with you so art's not here which isn't fair